This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hello, you're listening to Sports and Quirks. I'm Emily. And I'm also Emily. And we are here with a lot of updates this week, um, obviously about sports. <laughs> um Men's college basketball, we're getting pretty close to the NCAA tournament. Um, conference tournaments will be here before you know it. And I just thought it would be a good time to kind of check in on um, thoughts about what may happen in the coming weeks. Um, are there any teams that you feel like are dark horses for the tournament? Um, or do you have any predictions of like what might happen this year? Um, we'll go through men's first and then we'll um, also talk about women's obviously, but. So being the homer that I am, I'm hoping that San Diego state who's currently ranked number 25th will make it to like the sweet 16. Um, but a realistic prediction is they will get past the first round and then we'll see where they go. Um, but I think that a team to watch, I was watching Creighton and Villanova mm-hmm. this weekend, and that was a pretty good game. And I'm like, all right, I could see Creighton kind of sneaking in there. They're kind of flying under. I mean, they're ranked, but they're a team that I feel isn't always talked about. I could see them, could see them making a run. Of, yeah. And people being like, oh, what is this? Where is this school? <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska exists. <laughs> Little bird. Yeah. Um, I could also see that. Any other ideas, thoughts? Um, well, I really, of all the teams that I'd be happy to jinx um, to make a run, Baylor. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very petty of me, but I don't think we have any Baylor fans listening. So it's fine. Um, I I could kind of see them fumbling it up a little bit like obviously not in the first round I don't think it'll be a you know an upset like Virginia a couple (laughs) years ago (laughs) like I don't think that's gonna happen to Baylor yeah but um I could see them getting a little little lax yeah and because they haven't been playing you know the big 12 has been having COVID issues specifically Baylor I could see them being like oh well we've watched all of these teams and we not being able to play they've watched a lot of film I could see them being like oh yeah we totally got this and then coming in and being like we don't got this (laughs) so that brings me to like what I think is like most likely to happen in this tournament that like this is what I would be most confident betting on if I were a betting person is that okay. Baylor is going to have COVID issues during March Madness. And I don't know how the NCAA would, like, deal with that, to be honest. How? They'll be in a bubble. Not, but it's not a bubble, though. It's a, um, what is it? Something environment. A, oh, yes, yes, yes. It? Uh, <laughs> it's going to bug me now. Um, 
anyways, it's like a protected environment or something is what they're calling it. Um, so it's like they're not in a bubble. They they like possibly will be interacting with people like who um, like aren't haven't been tested for COVID. I like I'm assuming with meals and stuff like there could be maybe a possibility there of like running across issues um so if it was in a true bubble like the nba did and like nhl i would feel a lot more confident in this but because it's not and the conference tournaments are so close to the national tournament um i feel like baylor could very likely um have like multiple players test positive for COVID or with contact tracing, like have a good amount of players out. And then if that happens, like this is probably the team that most people in the country care the most about. Like, are you going to, if they have to go kind of on pause due to COVID, like, and they can't play a game or they're missing like a bunch, you know, multiple star players. Like does the NCAA just tell them, okay, like play the game with who you have good luck or I don't know like it it'll be interesting to see how they would deal with that but I would bet money on like at least one player in the Baylor program getting COVID during March Madness (laughs) because they've already had like two or three pauses that's a fair assessment they've they've been having I feel like they've had three struggles Oh no! Well, in the fall, it was gone. They, when they were supposed to play Gonzaga, Gonzaga was the one that had some people test positive. That's why that game didn't happen. But didn't Baylor have issues right after that? I believe so. So I, th- I feel like they've had three. Regardless, they've had a lot of COVID issues in their program. So which I don't understand. Like it's not like anyone's just going to wake up. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's not like anyone's going anywhere where a Big 12 school is, except Austin. Um, but right now, ain't nobody going to Austin. You can't <laughs> drive on the roads. <laughs> but, like, I, I think about, like, Lawrence. Like, nobody's just casually like, I'm going to go to Lawrence, Kansas. Mm. Nobody's going to Ames, Iowa. No one's going to West Virginia. Like, so surely no one is going to Waco, Waco Texas. Yeah. Except for the Magnolia people. Oh yes, they they did bring in a lot of tourists, but I, I, like those aren't who the students and the yeah, athletes yeah. are like interacting with. I don't know. I'm I'm You're baffled by Baylor's uh, COVID issues because it's Waco is kind of a true college town where it's like you who who are you interacting with? Maybe what'll happen is they'll have like some players who, as a result of the Big Twelve tournament, like get COVID from other teams. Yeah, and then. Like, maybe they'll be without a player or two, like, for the first round, I, which that wouldn't be that big of a deal for them, probably. But maybe that's... I mean, that'd be rough, because, like, even if it they get it from, like, a different Big 12 team, and, yeah. like, the Big 12 tournament, like, so many Big 12 teams are ranked right now. Like, so you have Baylor, you have Oklahoma ranked number nine, Texas 12, West Virginia 13, Texas Tech 15... And Kansas 23, I don't know if I think Kansas is going to, you know, pull anything exceptional off. But <laughs> um, <laughs> those other teams, I could see doing something yeah. in the tournament. And so I think they're going to be very protective of when they do their tournament, like the conference tournament. Because so many, like the conference has so much to lose if just one player gets COVID. 
Yeah. I don't know. It, I hope they have a better plan than, like, publicly it seems like they do, because... Hopefully. I, I mean, it's not really fair if, like... I don't know, like, say Gonzaga has, like, runs into COVID issues because, well, the WCC, like, half the teams, I swear to God, are on pause, like, every week with COVID. So, um, like, say Gonzaga plays in the WCC tournament. They play against two teams who, like, had positive players. Um, And then, like, Jalen Suggs and Corey Kispert are out with COVID and they, and, like, other more minor players and, like, they just have to play without their, like, normal roster. People want to watch, like, good games, you know? Yeah. People want to watch the star players, like, play. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Like, I know there was the same kind of concern with the NBA playoffs. Like, what if LeBron's out with COVID in, like, game seven of the NBA finals? You know, whatever. <laughs> but clearly that didn't happen because the bubble worked. But I don't have a ton of confidence that, like, people remain COVID-free in this NCAA environment. Hopefully they're doing more behind the scenes because the NCAA has a lot to lose from this. So I would hope that they're taking every precaution necessary. While it is a not-for-profit organization Mm -hmm. with billions of dollars... (laughs) Um, you know, it's, it's a bad look for the tournament to either pause or just completely have to be canceled for the second year in a row. Like for any major sporting event, like I feel like a lot of people are, um, doing everything they can to make sure that it happens because there's just so much to be lost from it. They literally cannot afford to cancel it this year. So they're just going to play on with however it works out. But I'm hoping that like if they, since they're probably no matter what choosing to play on, they're like, all right, this is what's going to happen. You're not going to go see anyone ever again (laughs) until after this tournament. Don't plan on seeing anyone until April. Make zero (laughs) plans. Like you're only doing things with your team. When you do a team dinner, like, it's coming to you. You're not going out. Not that I would think that any program at this point is like, yeah, we're going to do a team di- dinner over at Chili's. Like know. no one's doing that. <laughs> oh, nice. I hope that they're not. If your pro- school program is doing uh, team dinners at Chili's, let us know <laughs> so we can be like, what are you doing? We'll publicly shame the coach. Um, we won't really do that. But like, I, I would hope that like coaches are being aware of that. I would hope that like, at the various levels of leadership, whether it's like the athletic director, the conference, and then the NCA as a whole, I hope they're like, just don't do this stuff for the next couple of months because we really don't want any of you to get COVID because then that becomes such a huge liability because they are student athletes. It's not like they're being paid mm-hmm. to play sports. Yep. All of that is uh, accurate. Also, it's a controlled environment. That's what I was looking for. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Not protected, controlled environment. <laughs> Sounds so scientific. It's like a soft bubble. Like a bubble <laughs> without 360 coverage. I don't know. A bubble light. Yes, a bubble light. Um, anyways, um, in terms of teams like that I feel like people should watch out for, um, Texas Tech, Like that may seem yeah. like an obvious choice, but they've 
continually kind of crept up the rankings and um, had some, you know, really good games. Um, and then Oklahoma as well as a team that I would probably not really want to play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been kind of having some moments of really good. Flying under the radar somewhat, but now not quite so much. So anyways, um, women's college basketball. Um, we had a great Pac-12 matchup earlier. Um, Stanford, number one Stanford, I believe. They're now number six. Oh, never mind. Well, they lost to CU. And yes, then, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but they were number one, like, for a couple weeks. Like, the women's college basketball it, it has kind of been rotating. Okay. So it's been it's been pretty fun. So, anyways, um, Stanford beats Oregon by only two points, um, which is obviously a very close game, but, like, two really good women's basketball programs. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's good for Stanford. It's a good look. Both teams are ranked right now. So um, as of Tuesday, um, the eight, the 16th, good grief, <laughs> the 16th of February, <laughs> um, uh, Stanford is number six, Oregon is 13, and both are pretty much going to the tournament. Like, they're going dancing. Yes. <laughs> But since Stanford is not in the top spot anymore, um, UConn is. I think UConn's been up there. Like, I know South Carolina's had it, Louisville. Um, and if I were to make an educated guess, like, one of these top four programs of either UConn, South Carolina, Louisville, or NC State, I think one of them is going to be the one to take the win in the NCAA tournament for women. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it's going to be competitive. Like I don't, that's not to say that the other teams are like looking like scrubs. Like there's been a lot of movement uh, across the rankings, but I, I feel like one of these teams are, it's going to be, the, which like probably a very cold take that a top four ranked team is going to win. But like stranger things have happened where, you know, the number one seed is upset by a team that no one's heard of. I don't think that'll happen in women's basketball, to be quite honest. Yeah. Makes sense. What are your predictions for the women's tournament? Mm, I feel like a, I feel like a Pac-12 team is going to make the final four. I don't really okay. like feel confident enough to make too many predictions, I guess. <laughs> um, but like, I would not be surprised to see Stanford in the final four even the national championship. I That'd be or, cool to see. Oregon could make it far too. Or UCLA, like. Or Arizona. <laughs> really any of them. <laughs> no. yeah. So. Colorado, who isn't ranked. Now there is a dark horse. <laughs> Colorado, unranked, shows up and is like, we're out here for both men and women. They're like, we've been like doing some work under the radar. <laughs> and all of a sudden they're like, we are here in the final four. <laughs> If by, I would if love by that. work, you mean the men's team losing to the two worst teams in the Pac-12, then oh. sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, it, we shall see. It'll be fun. Either way, I'm looking forward to the both the tournaments coming up. Yes, definitely. Um, NBA update. Um, we're very biased here, as everyone knows. Um my only real update is that um, on Valentine's Day, the Nuggets beat the Lakers by 17 points. Love to see it. 
You truly love to see it. Oh, man. Maybe people will stop talking so bad about the Nuggets. Well, I don't know. People probably like feel like that game wasn't like a true showing um, because Anthony Davis like missed a good chunk of the game because he hurt his Achilles again. So um, <laughs> had he been on the court, like who knows, whatever. But oh, my goodness. Anyways, um, fun. Yeah, fun game to watch. So that was enjoyable to see. Um, that's really my only NBA update, to be honest. That's a really good NBA update. I'm here for it. I support it. Obviously, some bias here where I only want to see the Nuggets win. Uh, it's like many Colorado teams. I only want to see them win. I want to see the Avs win. The Avs are very much favored to do good things this season. Not that I follow them closely, but like I like Colorado teams winning, except for the Broncos, because um, I don't have any particular feelings towards them. Yeah. But... Um, Maybe J.J. Watt could help them out. Maybe. I don't see that happening. Uh, he, uh, I don't know. That's an interesting situation there. It's very interesting to see bo- two players from the Houston Texans. So for some background <laughs> for folks who don't care about the NFL, don't like football, or just like you're just here for the line picks and the hot takes. I feel you. I see you. Um, J.J. Watt plays or played for the Houston Texans and um, Deshaun Watson played for the Houston Texans and both are like, we're outie. Yep. And um, I want J.J. Watt to go play for my beloved Buffalo Bills, surprising no one. Um, that would be very fun. It would probably make sense for him to go play in Chicago, but I don't hear anything about him going and playing in Chicago. Yeah, not much there. No, um, I mean, I'm like, oh yeah, his wife, like she plays there. But then I'm like, actually, Julie Ertz plays there, and her husband plays in Philadelphia. Like, couples don't live in the same city and play sports there. They can be married and make it work. But I am shocked when I hear like the Browns rumors. Like it started with like a new girl clip where it's jj watt (laughs) and i'm like no there's no way and then i saw something that was like jj watt is entertaining the browns but jj watt's also entertaining like every other team in the league except maybe the jets (laughs) (laughs) we will see where he ends up it i think it'll be whatever team gets him very lucky because he does a lot of um like community work a lot of philanthropy big helping the community guy so that's a major win for whatever team he goes to that's very true very good point there yeah tennis we're also in the swing of things with tennis Ooh, nice pun oh, thank you <laughs> you know anyone who listens knows we're the biggest tennis people out there <laughs> the australian <laughs> open is happening it is, and um, the semifinal that everyone's looking forward to is happening tomorrow. Um, by the time you all hear this, this will have happened, but it doesn't matter because it's a big game, like or a big matchup, mm-hmm. big match, match. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. So again, yes. big tennis people. It's Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka, and that's just 
probably going to be one of the better matchups of the Australian Open that people care about. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, they're just both, like, so good. And everyone talks about them. Everyone loves them. And, like, for good reasons. Like, they're phenomenal athletes. What a story, yeah. Great matchup. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the highlights of it. I'm probably not going to wake up in the middle of the night to watch tennis. <laughs> um, it also, like, throws me off. I was looking at, like, other matches that were happening for the Australian Open um, to see if there was anything for, like, the men. As it turns out, I don't know any of the men. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, wow, there's a game at 10 p.m. Like, what? And I'm like, all right, Australia. It's, But I'm like, wait, isn't it? I have no, no concept of time in Australia. But... It'll likely be in the middle of the night when this match happens. Yes. How how the time change works, I guess. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, and then closing out our <laughs> random sports, you know, big baseball people on this podcast. Swing uh, and a miss. <laughs> I think we just don't do sports where they're swinging. Maybe that's it. Yeah, golf, tennis. Um, baseball in baseball cricket Cricket, yeah maybe that's the common thread i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um but there's so many there's so much opportunity for like puns in those sports but we just don't get a home run with any of them (laughs) no (laughs) um so this is like old ish news but this is news that matters to us because we're biased um nolan arenado Pour one out has left the Colorado Rapids, and he's going to go play for the St. Louis Cardinals. Very tragically, they tweeted today his jersey. It was the worst thing. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, man, I just love the Rockies. And he was just, oh, I was upset. Like Drake. Yeah. Um, he's been like a staple for quite a while and it is definitely weird to see him like playing for another team (laughs) like now when he goes and like punches someone in the face in the middle of a game i I have to be like no throw that man out i don't want to be like that (laughs) but now i have to (laughs) yeah because like not really a cardinals fan yeah it's weird like seeing him in another jersey very weird man i just it's cool to see athletes who like stay with franchises so long, even though they, like no one would expect that. Like no one expects anyone to like stay in their job with like a certain yeah, company sure. for 20 years. Like it's, that's just not how it works. And sports surely don't work like that. But I thought, I thought he'd be the Maybe one. Maybe he thought he'd be the exception. <laughs> he did. Yeah, there's not so many it's... players out there like that anymore. No. And, no and I think that's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right, but like, also, there are other factors. Bags I, I to think chase. there's bags to chase, and there's uh, cultural fits. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, ah, oh, this place isn't for me. Like, maybe Tom Brady in his old age, he's like, ah, oh, man, Boston's not for me anymore. Like, I need to be somewhere yeah. warm because I'm getting up there. I need to be with my, my fellow retirees. <laughs> exactly so it makes sense that tampa bay was a cultural fit yeah so there you have it your rockies update (laughs) 
terrible update. Uh, what's your game of the week? Um, it's a men's college basketball game, naturally. Um, on Saturday, number 15, Texas Tech is playing number 23, Kansas. Um, it's on noon. Or it's on at noon on ESPN. Um, and I just really like like day Saturday basketball games. And I think that'll be a really fun one. Um, I'm like expecting Texas Tech to win by like double digits probably. But that sounds about um, right. we shall see. I'd like to see that. What is your game of the week? Surprising no one, my game of the week is also men's college basketball with another pair of ranked teams and I guess we like the Big 12 today so number 13 West Virginia at number I said number 13 West Virginia at number 12 Texas wow struggling um 12 and 13 so close but I think that'll be fun assuming it doesn't get canceled because of the snow Mm. in Austin Texas things I never thought I would say (laughs) yeah let's hope not the people need to Uh, see this the people do need to see this. I, it's been fun that, like, Texas is good because, like, I'm always like, man, they should just fire Shaka, mm-hmm. which is rude because, like, I, of course I want Shaka Smart to, like, succeed at Texas and, like, for more than just, like, I live here so it's cool when the team does well. It's also cool to see when, like, a blackhead coach does well. Um, it seems very insignificant to many i'm sure but like it's it's important because representation matters and there's so few head coaches that are black but lots of players are black so you would think um so yeah i want to i'm excited for that game i'm excited to see how texas continues to just um do work and succeed should be a fun one should be big 12 they're out here trying to give us fun what is your hot take of the week um, well, I guess I have, like, one hot take to uh, rebuttal. I don't know. I Like, okay. this is quite a while ago, but I, I've said that, like, Dua Lipa's album was, like, I was unimpressed by it. Yeah. And, like, I went back recently and re-listened to it, and I was like, why didn't I like this before? Like, this is great. I don't know what. So I take that back. Oh. I don't know what I was thinking in that moment. Um, and then also, like, very unfortunate timing. I think, like, a week before this scandal came out, I like, was like, oh, I'm going to go listen to Morgan Wallen's, like, new double album. It's great. And then, like, it might have been a matter of, like, days after we recorded that episode. <laughs> he, like, was in some hot water for a very poor choice. Um does not deserve the time of day, but I take that back and do do not give him your your ears on Spotify or wherever you listen. Um, so yeah, that's my like addressing old hot takes this week. Um, so no, I don't really have a new one, I guess, but just wanted to bring that stuff up. <laughs> um, I <laughs> glad that you cleared the air there. Um, <laughs> I. Really, I thought of you whenever I saw everyone joking about him, where they're like, Morgan Wallen said a racial slur? Who would have guessed? I was like, mm, well... Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Not to, like, profile, but... Looks alone. <laughs> it looks like a duck. Acts like a duck. So, that's that. <laughs> apologies. My greatest apologies. 
I feel like the people will forgive you because you were not the one doing those bad things. Should have known not to trust someone like that, I guess. With a mullet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he went on, oh my gosh, SNL made fun of him this week, or last weekend. Oh, did they? I haven't watched it. It's recorded, but I haven't watched it. It's the one with Dan Levy. Wait, and, uh, oh no, I did watch that one. Yeah, Colin Jost makes a joke about or him or Michael Shea. It's during the weekend update. They make fun of him. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I was thinking like this weekend and I haven't watched the one with Regina King. I haven't watched that yet. Same. So. Anyways, um, what's anyway. your hot take this week? So my hot take is it's in that same vein of people doing things they shouldn't do. <laughs> um I feel like I've tried not to, like, say this too frequently because I get a lot of judgy eyes mm. when I say I like Tiger Woods. Um, but I watched the Tiger documentary on HBO this week, and it was a long weekend, um, for I'm going to plug Culture Check. We're going to talk about that this coming week. And, um, man, it made me like him more. Like, I thought it would be like, oh, man, I don't really feel for Tiger Woods. Like, he messed up and, like, he did all this bad stuff. And I'm like, no, like, I watch this. I'm like, man, I feel for you. Like, what you did was wrong. And, like, don't, of course, I'm not going to say, yeah, it's okay that he did all the things that he did. I don't think any of that's right. But um, I think we put athletes and celebrities, like, on this pedestal and, like, they're still human and to even get to where they are, like, they're gonna do some things that are hashtag free Britney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, like when Britney Spears, like you know, the paparazzi bothers her, and like you know, you see in the news, everyone's just like tearing her apart. Of course, she's gonna have a mental breakdown. I think in Tiger Woods' case, um, he had a very like structured upbringing, and like he was so close to his dad. But I think it was like kind of at times an abusive relationship and that, but so like when his dad died, he just like lost his mind. Like he was like, um, he'd go shooting as like a stress relief type or he, he really got into like Navy SEAL training. Like he wanted to just quit golf yes. and become a Navy SEAL. And I'm like, yeah, like if that does not tell you that someone is just like spiraling out of control where they're like, I'm succeeding and I'm going to be the best at whatever I'm working at. And they completely go off course because this major life event happens, like yeah, yeah, it 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 happens. So my hot take is that Tiger Woods has become more likable, and I know that everyone's like, I hate Tiger Woods, and I'm like, I love that for you. <laughs> I guess give the documentary a chance. Maybe people, maybe people somewhat change their minds. We'll see. I I don't know if they'll change their minds, but it it doesn't paint him as a villain. It doesn't paint him as a hero, and that I think is the important thing. Is that like no one's trying to be like, oh yeah, he's just this great guy. Like no, he is this guy who messed up, but he's trying to be better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What wine are you enjoying this week? So I was enjoying the Crusher Pinot Noir. It was a nice um red. Nice and made like it wasn't super heavy. It was nice and fruity, without being too sweet. Mm, yes, that's always good. I do recommend. Very yeah. nice. What about you? Um, I picked up this bottle that I'd never seen before. Um, it's called Piccini Memoro Rosso. It's just like an Italian red blend. Um, oh. 
but it's like not too bold. Thank you, Vivino, for breaking all this down for us, of course. Um, <laughs> it's like, but it's, um, it's like pretty dry. Um, definitely okay. like not on the sweeter side, but um, has my go-to notes of like coffee and berry, black fruit, red fruit, whatnot. Um, so I was like, oh, yes, this makes sense that I enjoyed this once I looked up like the flavor profile on Vivino. So that's mac- macaron. Wow. My recommendation. <laughs> um, it's a great gift too because the bottle looks really fancy, but it's like $12. So The name sounds like it would have a fun bottle. Yeah, it's good. So like that's my pick um do you have any personal plugs for the people the people well my plugs for the people out in these united states um i've been looking at the weather more than i ever have i feel old uh but stay safe out there folks my plug is make sure you're just like being safe i know the middle part of the country is just getting hit with like bananas weather so just like stay safe if you don't have to drive anywhere like maybe avoid driving in the snow Mm -hmm. and bake some bread if you need some bread recipes you need any recipes hit me up i will hook you up with what to just sit and bake while you sit in your house (laughs) love it and yes you definitely will um do you have any plugs i don't think i have anything this week no all right, let's jump into the bigger than sports. Yes. Um, so the Seattle Kraken, the new NHL team, um, recently teamed up with Black Girl Hockey Club, which is a national nonprofit, um, to create an exclusive beanie where 100% of the net proceeds would go to um, Black Girl Hockey Club scholarship program. Um, and this program helps subsidize the cost of playing hockey for black girls and young women who are nine to 18 years old. Um, and the hats sold out in four hours, which is very cool. Um, and they're basically as a result doing pre-orders through an additional shipment. So, um, just a very cool collaboration. Um, very exciting to see like people so interested in that partnership and like supporting it, especially with a team where like, they don't really have a team yet, I guess. Um, yeah. So, love to see it, especially since all the proceeds are going to their scholarship fund. It's not like we'll give a dollar. <laughs> we like that. I love that. I love that. Just one representation in hockey, because I'm sure many of you are like Black Girl Hockey Club. Can't think of a lot of Black women or girls playing hockey, but it, like people are out there. So. I love that it brings visibility there and I love it that it's for women, especially with like how women's hockey is not really getting the visibility it deserves right now. So it's pretty dope. If you're a hockey person, you should check out these beanies. Yes. Get your order in when they launch the next set because clearly they sold out very quickly. So, (laughs) But... That's all I've got this week. How about you? Yeah, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. All right, we'll talk to you all later. Thanks for listening. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.